0: Welcome to A Space for Growth. An extension of our ever evolving platform, Our Communal Diary.
1: My name is Pilar. And my name is Zoe. And we're here to cultivate a community dialogue on beauty, culture, and career as we experience it.
0: Through conversations with each other and our inspiring guests, we hope to add new perspectives for your own personal journey.
1: Welcome to A Space for Growth.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Space for Growth. Thank you all so much for joining us. And happy Sunday if you are listening
1: to this when it's originally released. Hi, Zoe. I'm over <laughs> here laughing because Pia had so many issues getting her tech together today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but We have made it to finally record. Hi, yes. how are you? How was your weekend? How was your your Monday we're recording we typically record on Monday nights and we're recording on Tuesday night because my work schedule my work (laughs) schedule has just been out of my hands so respect
0: I definitely echo that I think work has definitely gotten a lot crazier and I think it's just like I'm staying at home right now and so we aren't going into the office and so It's just like you go a little bit stir crazy after a while, especially being home in like the state that I've always been in, the home that I've always been in. I'm That's where I'm at right now. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, you know, ready to do something. So I'm actually going to Michigan, our school, um, our former school. Oh, really? When? Yeah, I'm going there this weekend. So I'm excited to do that. There's a Northwestern Michigan game. So
1: at least that'll be something.
0: So I'm looking forward to that, but. Yeah. What about you? I know you're like swamped with work right now.
1: I literally can't even see above me. I'm just <laughs> like drowning in it. Um. So after we hang up, I'm going to be up for a good minute wrapping up some projects and stuff, just because there's not enough hours in the day. But right. um, I also do definitely um echo with the sentiment of having a touch of cabin fever. I don't go into the office until January. So I spend a lot of time in my apartment. And it's funny, I was telling my roommate yesterday because she goes into the office a few days a week. I was like, I feel like a stay at home wife. (laughs) Like I feel like I just stay at home. And I like, I know I'm working and stuff, but I feel like I'm just like, I don't know, wiping down the countertops and stuff. Like no. Totally it's really important to get outside if you can, if you are working from home. So like I try to go for a walk every day if I can or go to the gym or run an errand or go see a friend or something after work because it can definitely be hard. It can can take a toll on you mentally. No, and
0: take that advice because I'm the version of, like, I stopped moving about a few weeks ago, and trust me, I'm not doing anything now. Like, you don't want to be me. <laughs> so, like,
1: <laughs> go outside tomorrow, P. Go outside after work.
0: The longest I go outside is to let my dogs out. Like, it's we're not in the best <laughs> space right now. So yes. we're getting out of it. We're doing what we need to do. But today, we're going to talk about something very different than that. Um, <laughs> Talking about our friends. Yeah, all of our girlfriends and just kind of talking about the value of friends, the importance of having good people around you, kind of creating um, just a space and an environment that is really meaningful to you and really valuable. So that's kind of what we're going to get into today. All of the nuances of friendships, the things that we've learned so far. Getting into friendship memories, the red flags, the green flags. Zoe was really excited about that. Cause it's funny, I swear. We, I always, am. Talk about, we always talk about like relationships. It's like, oh gosh, relationship red flags, relationship green flags, whole nine yards. Yes. So we want to get into the nitty-gritty of all things friends. So where do we want to start? I mean, maybe just the importance of friends in our lives. Like to you, what what does it mean? Or like what value have friends truly like added to your life?
1: Uh, My friends are everything to me. I am an only child. So Mm, it was like sink or swim growing up. I quickly learned at a certain age that like my parents are only going to have so many tea parties and stuff with me. And (laughs) so I got very comfortable at a young age, like there were a bunch of kids that lived on my street, going outside and just like yelling to see who wanted (laughs) to come out and play.
0: And just I getting had attention.
1: This, just getting attention My Leo rising at its finest. Um, and there was this like little boy who lived down the street from me. His name is Patrick. And I think I was like a year older than him. And me and Patrick were like thick as thieves. Like me and Patrick used to do <laughs> everything together. We used to hang out all the time and he moved to Ohio and I was so sad. But oh, sad. yeah, poor, poor. All right. RIP <laughs> you, Patrick. R- 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 to my relationship with Patrick. I'm pretty sure he's still alive and well. But, yeah, so I've always really cared about having close friends or, like, having – I was never really one to be, like, oh, you're my best friend to, like, mm-hmm. one particular individual. Um, but I do – now that I'm thinking about it, like, the people that I was always really close with as kids ended up moving. Oh, that's so tragic. Let's like, like, not even <laughs> try to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even going to dive into that tonight. Like, whoever I would call my best friend – When I was little, I would end up moving. So maybe that's why I don't say it anymore. I think I'm like cursed or something.
0: I totally am right there with you. Mine didn't move, but I think, I guess for me, friends are huge. I I would say I'm just a very extroverted person. I'm someone who likes to be around people. So I feel like when I was younger, I always had a best friend. Like I always felt Mm -hmm. like there was like phases in my life that I look back on where I associate each phase with whoever was my best friend at that time. But yeah, there was always like something bizarre that happened to where like, okay, we weren't really like as close as we used to be. And then we move on and we get into the next phase. So I think over time, I've started to just be like, I don't really classify people as like, my best friend. I just think that's like, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit aggressive. I just, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I get it's it. It's just a little aggressive. Now it's like, I just try to keep genuine people around me. But sure. I used to be the type have tons of people so there probably weren't as like deep of connections other than those very few but like I have an older sister Milan so I never felt that I honestly needed someone for that deep connection you had a built-in bestie yeah totally and so we really relied on each other for that type of a support but then in terms of like fun times, like all fun and games, oh my gosh, I had my girls, like and guys, <laughs> and we just had so much fun. Like that was all I needed, truly. I
1: oh, know that's, that's right. What I look for
0: in friends, yeah, a good time.
1: So, what are like your friendship like demographics? Like you said, you had your girls, and then you added on to the end, like and my guys. Like, do you are you the type to have just like a lot of girlfriends? Are you like a girls' girl? Are you See, like
0: I think the whole is girls, the, girls, guys, or, guy, I literally or guys girl, I saw this on TikTok and I don't even go on TikTok. I'm so for real. My sister just blasts me with funny stuff. So I only look at whatever she sends me. Yeah. There was something that she sent me that was talking about like the whole girls or guys girl, that whole dynamic. And it was yes. like a pick me girl. That's what they referred to it as. Mm. A pick me girl, I guess. And I had really never heard about it enough. But I do think like that's not me. And I don't like that. I really think that like oh, I'm only friends with the guys, like, okay, girl, like, what are you trying to, I don't know, I just think it's, like, be friends with who you want to be friends with, but I definitely don't have more than one of the other, I would say, just being a girl, I do think I, like, obviously, we're just around girls all the time, so I have more girlfriends, Yeah. but um, honestly, just, like, I'm around a lot of girls who end up just having like a lot of similar experiences or in similar stages of life as I am. So it's like, we, you know, if we're all single, like all the single girls, do you know what I mean? Like that low key happens. And then with guys in high school, it was like big girl guy group, but college not being in a sorority for me, like not being in Greek life other than my sport that was co-ed, there yeah. was really not a lot of like intermingling to that degree. Like it it wasn't like we had some huge group to then go to. Does
1: that make sense? Like Yeah, you didn't have like I feel like in high school the grouping was a huge, huge. topic. Like who's yeah. your friend group? Like what is totally. your group looking like? But I think once you get older in college and then post college, it's like who are just the genuine people that you want to have around you? Yeah. Like there's not really a such thing as a group anymore it's like these are just my friends
0: i mean you're in a sorority so i feel like it's different in greek life from what at least i've seen Is i feel like and even i've seen that in like in athletics when it's like a co-ed team Mm -hmm. i feel like when you are a part of a community i think that it's easier to maybe find that group would you say like you did you feel like you had like a friend group in that way that might be similar to how you might've seen it in high school?
1: I don't feel like it was as similar as it was in high school. Like Mm -hmm. I will say in high school, like I had my main friends were like the people, the girls that I danced with, but we didn't all go to the same high school. And like, there were some people that I went to high school with that I would consider like my friends, but they weren't really like my core group of girls that I would hang out with on the weekends and things, things like that. They were just kind of like, sometimes like, there were some girls that I was, like, pretty close with and I thought that we were friends. And then there were some people where it was just, like, we just kind of eat lunch together and, totally. like, keep it cute during the day. <laughs> yeah. But I will say being in a sorority, like, I have 29 line sisters. And so I, I feel as though that's almost, like, deeper than friendship, right? Mm. Like, there's a certain level of, like – You can call me at four in the morning and, like, tell me you're stuck in a ditch and, like, I'm coming to get you, regardless of if, like, you know, we're beefed out or not, like, I'm coming to get you versus, like, if you're with your friend and you two, like, have a falling out to whatever degree of severity, they may not answer the phone, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) But I feel like it's just—it's like you know—it's a different type of di- you. I didn't get to pick my line sisters. I I do mm-hmm. get to pick my friends though. So I think that's that's the difference. Like, that's just, like I've
0: never heard someone say that. That's really interesting. And like
1: you didn't get to pick Milan. But, like that's, that's your crazy. sister,
0: that's why I'm saying like you were totally relating it to like sisters, and like it, they are your sisters. That's crazy, yeah.
1: I did not get to pick them, but they're the ones that I have, and I love them, <laughs> but I think it's a pick. you know what I mean i got I get to pick my friends, though, and I think that's that's kind of the difference there. And I will definitely yeah. say, like, I'm a girl's girl, like through and through. Yeah. I have always just had what does that friends. mean to you
0: Let- oh, like. I mean? I too like I've always had girlfriends. well, a girl's girl because when I hear a guy's girl like like automatic like uh but then like girl's <laughs> girl, you know, but yeah. Like yeah, totally. We all—is it just because you've mainly had girlfriends? Like, is that what makes I you? I associate
1: girl? it with I mainly just have girlfriends. I don't think okay. it has anything to do with you being particularly quote unquote girly or not. Like, no, I'm not even, obsessed like, with the color pink and glitter. I
0: thought it had more to do with like how you, how you support your girls in certain situations. So like I thought it was like girls, girls. Like I'm taking the girls'
1: side. Like I would rather. Oh, I am like that. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't know if that's I what agree. that means, but I, I am totally like gone. I'm ten toes. I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. riding. I am, riding. I'm riding. I'm yeah. riding. I'm dying on the hill. Totally. I am I'm climbing up yeah. the hill and I'm I dying on it. And then as soon as we get up there, I'm absolutely yelling at you for putting me in a situation. Like <laughs> this. Me here, but, but I'm, here. I'm I'm defending you to the end. Like yeah, I think one of the. Most integral things about friendship for me that I've learned over the years is like loyalty.
0: Yeah.
1: Because again, like we picked each other. Mm -hmm. There is no like, you know, blood is thicker than water type vibe or relationship where we're family at the end of the day. You have to build that. And so trust and loyalty is like everything to me. I want to know that if I do something wild, that like yeah you're gonna get in the car and cuss me out but then like you're also gonna help me through it. Totally. And I think that's like the marker of like a really good friend to me. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if you do the same thing where like you have like categories of like maybe not even like distinctively, but like you're really close friends and then like your friends. Yeah and then like your acquaintances and they yeah. kind of like totally different buckets of different see things it about you. I'm like these are
0: my party friends.
1: Like mm. these are my, You know what I mean? Like yeah. people
0: that you see in certain spaces and you could be like, oh my God, like you act like you've known each other since you were children, but look like, see you next weekend type of thing.
1: Like, exactly. I
0: definitely have those friends too. No, but I think that's a really good point because I think trust and loyalty. Oh my God. It's funny because in high school, I really, I had few people that I was like, these are my people. And I never have had to really question trust and loyalty. Yeah. But I think it's so interesting when you get to college and I feel like my group of people, Shrunk and in a good way, because I feel like I still had people around me, like the value of it was equal and like it yeah. felt really great. But I think because of that, you almost have to like rely and depend on that trust and loyalty staying so true throughout the whole experience just because you have such a smaller group of people to like rely on. You right. Know? And so yeah. I think it gets really real really quickly. No, I think those two components, like you said, just because that's something that you have to build. You, you, yeah, you pick each other and it's like, that's kind of like your responsibility to each other is 100%. to always, always have your back.
1: Yeah. I would say my close friends, like, you know, you know, levels of details of things that I'm sure you wouldn't want to know. Or like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, you yeah. know me, you yeah. know me. And, but meaning,
0: I... and you know what, though? You are the only like one of, I shouldn't say the only, but like you are one of the only friends who is so transparent.
1: <laughs> like, you are so honest I am
0: about the good the bad and the ugly like all of it. And yeah. I think I'm not going to lie to you. That, hey, you don't have nothing. Like it is so <laughs> real. Like oh my god. For her own personal business, for your business, your own business, like she'll get to that. So it's like For sure. Oh yeah, but I think you did that was huge because I don't think I, I always feel like I'm trying to save people's feelings. Like, I think there was a point where we all kind of did that. And yes. so you maybe didn't really keep it, like, 100%. Like, you really didn't, you know? And I feel Yeah, like sugarcoating things. Yeah, sugarcoating and thinking that you're doing something to help. Right. But in reality, like... Someone needed to tell you that, like you looked foolish, and they'll tell you, you know, alone. They want to embarrass you, but right, you're certainly gonna get the real scoop when I'm one-on-one. And I think you definitely made that like a thing for me. It was like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry, but also like,
1: yeah, I need to hear that. I <laughs> need to hear that. I think yeah. we definitely do that to each other. We like, do. we're the first one to like be telling a story, especially when like we were back in college and we were talking about like dating and things like that like yeah we were definitely quick to tell each other like oh he just doesn't like you like oh, stop talking to him that
0: he just doesn't like you he like just that like you. no one's ever told you that before like you don't know what it really feels like to be stabbed, but then you're like, no, that was not a
1: stab. Like that was true love. Like, that was me saving you from months of therapy. That was me saving you from months of it. He just doesn't like you, and it's like, like how can you say that? And it's like, cause I, cause I like no. you, and that's why I can say the that. most compassionate words someone can say to you is, he just doesn't like you. He just doesn't like. He hates you. Actually, yeah, stop talking to him. Stop talking. Yeah, to him. he hates you. No, um, no. but yeah, I think. There are some people that I think could say we're friends and are probably listening to this and are like, Zoe has never said anything like that to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think I, I do have some people who are I'm like, you know, I hear all the time from like my roommate and like my oh. other close friends of like, I just didn't need that level of detail or like, yeah. you just didn't have to say that. And I think there are some people who just, like, don't really know that much about me. But Mm -hmm. I still consider them my friends. I just, I've never been the type to have a bunch of people around me. Like, I'm pretty picky when it comes to my Mm -hmm. friends. Because I feel like if you're my friend, like, I kind of want you to be here forever. Mm -hmm. I want us to grow and evolve and change together. And, like, always maintain a semblance of a relationship. But, Mm -hmm. like, if I start to get the sense that, like, you're here for a good time and not a long time. Or, like... You're just kind of a bad friend. Like you kind of gotta go. And I'm bad yeah. at that. I am bad at that. But have you I ever cut I'm a friend like, off? Like, have you, are you good at that? Am I good at what? Say that again. Cutting a friend off. And, like yeah. you know, you not being that good. That is
0: something I don't have a problem with.
1: <laughs> and I think we
0: are we live in a happy medium in that because I think yeah. I am someone who I do have. I feel like I typically have a lot of people around me and I think that each person gives me something different. Like I value yes. each of my friends, even with them, no matter how many friends they have, like they all bring something different to the table. And I think, um, but when it comes down to bad energy, someone who's not feeding you in a way that you need to be fed or like just, I mean, it again, loyalty and trust, like when things are bad, like that's, I'm going to be the only one who mm-hmm. is reaping the repercussions. Like
1: mm. I'm not keeping
0: you around like at all. I don't even blink. I really don't. And I think, I don't know why I've always been like that, but trust so me. So like, when you
1: say things are bad, do you mean like a rough patch or do you mean like they run? you? Not a rough you? patch. No, because
0: there are, trust me, I feel like I have had friends who I've had to step away from. We have both like, not just myself, but we have both yeah. had to step away from each other. And then, Later on now, like still one of my closest friends to this day. And I think it's just because like there was never a question of like respect for each other. I think that when you're friends with someone for a long time, you just grow in different ways and like you're evolving and sometimes you're just not on the same path. And that's truly like that's totally fine. I think it's extremely mature to recognize that and to just say, okay, like maybe we just need a little bit of space in this moment. And that's and I'm going to let you do that. And, you know, you let me do that. But it's really – to have it be now where, like, I'm currently at and with those friendships, it's really nice to feel like, wow, like, we recognized the space that we needed and now we're so much better than we could have ever imagined being. But when things – to me, a rough time is, like, things that you really can't look back on. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. go back. Like, it's for – I'm a big one on trust. Like, when trust is broken, like, I really – I, and I don't even think I'm a grudge holder, but I think maybe, like, I just feel like I'm someone who it's hard to repair. I really don't get upset by many things. Like, there's not a lot of things that are going to make me tick. I just think it's, like, when you have disrespected me and, like, Oh, shown, disrespect. Yeah, like, when you know yeah. that, like, I truly, like, don't really matter that much to you. Like, you know, like, that disrespect and that trust, like, That's gone. It's really gone.
1: I'm extreme when it comes to disrespect. Because I think if you disrespect me, you think I'm stupid. And you also don't care about me. And sometimes it's like never that extreme or that deep. But I'm like, especially if you lie to me. If you lie to me, you have no respect for me. And you think I'm stupid. And And that's two things I am not are a fool. And somebody that puts up with disrespect.
0: No, totally. And there are times when it's like, Everything is kind of, you know, it just depends on the circumstance. Like, it all depends on the circumstance. I also think that, like, there are certain friends that I expect more out of than others, totally. Like, Same. depending on how long we've been friends. And yeah. Just, like, all, what we know about each other. Like, all of that kind of stuff. It just varies. But I think it's – I really feel like it's always reasonable. I, I think there are times when some friends can be really quick to, like, snip someone out of their life. Like, no. That's not necessary. Yeah. That also – I want to feel stable in a friendship. I never want to feel like anyone's Always. replaceable. Like that's ridiculous too. But I just think, yeah, when it gets to a point, when it gets to a point, you know that point, like for your own sake, you got to keep it pushing. And like, yeah, let it go. Don't even carry that with you, but keep it pushing. Cause I just know for myself, I won't, I probably won't like completely forgive. So it's like,
1: oh, you, gonna, okay. So you do yeah, hold grudges. I think I do. <laughs> okay hey, it. Well, we're admitting I try that I to think
0: of it to myself before I was like I try to forgive but like I definitely will never forget it and I will never trust you in the same way yeah so what are we doing like that would be with a friendship a relationship anything
1: and I think it hurts even worse like you mentioned the longer the expectations that you have for people like the longer somebody that has been in your life yeah like I'll never forget there was somebody and I kept repeating the same things to them about just like who I am as a person and like the things that I need out of my friendships and relationships. And I can be particularly sensitive and I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. And I think my friends know that about me too. And it's not that I need you to cater to me in a certain type of way, but I just need you to like know that about me. And I kept feeling like I was repeating the same things, like the same three major things that are an issue. And their response to me was just, like, the longer I know you, the more I just forget, like, these little things that were, like, not little to me, but I guess little to them. And I was, like, bro, you got to go. You're not my friend. If you can't remember basic things about me of, like, who I am as a person. Like, I just, like, you got to go. I feel like if in the relationship, the other person, like, the person that is your friend is getting more from you than you are from that relationship, like... I refer to them as either like leeches or broken baby birds. A leech uh, is somebody that just like will take, 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 take from you, but like would not spit on you if you were on fire. <laughs> and I think a broken baby bird is somebody that's like, something is always wrong. Like, you know those people where something is always wrong. Yeah. Their car broke down, Uh, their oh, mama yeah. broke their ankle, they don't have enough <laughs> money for lunch, they hate everything, and the sun is backwards. Like, Something is always wrong and they're always like trying to like sucker all of your happiness and all this emotional support from you. And I think it's one thing to be, you know, emotionally supportive and emotionally available in your relationships. Mm -hmm. But it's another thing to feel like somebody's sucking the life force. That's so true.
0: That's actually a really good point because like. I think there's a distinction that has to happen with between everybody where you realize, like, this is my friend. This is not my therapist. And, like, you have to make that. Say it you again. To, I don't th- think they heard you. This is my friend. This is not my therapist. Yes. Because the amount of times that I think everyone has been in that role of trying to be someone's therapist. And, like, first and foremost,
1: we don't know what we're talking about. So please stop. Because it's, like, <laughs> Literally, you're not helping me. You found that on Twitter. You. you don't know if that's legit. That yeah. negative advice that you're giving is probably toxic. It's,
0: I mean, it's so like no one's being helped in this scenario. And after a while, like, you don't want someone to go resenting the other. And I think that, like, also, like, that's just a lot of pressure on both people. I feel like when you get to that point where you're coming to someone, you have all these problems and you want them to fix it. And then, like, you're probably unhappy with the answer that you get. So then it becomes yes. this tension that's so unnecessary. That's why I think, like, therapy it's just such a great outlet when it gets to that point like if you feel like you are constantly going to someone for you know it's just like you really I think this is actually something that's so important to do and it's like when you're in a friendship or in a relationship I would assume too it's like check in and see okay hey I'm having a bad day let me ask this person like are you able to talk about this today like I'm going through abc like are you can i talk to you about this today because i just feel like sometimes we rely so much on our friends especially us being i guess like quote-unquote girls girls like we rely on our friends for elements of support and this that and this yeah 100 but there gets to be a point where you have to be cognizant of like is this person does she have capacity or does he have capacity or whomever have capacity for this at like in their current state because you do not want to be just sucking the life out of them when they hardly can like get up to go for the day that yeah it's just like you I I don't know that was something that I definitely learned towards like the end of high school beginning of college was just like wow you don't want to be that person I'm on either ends you have to there's more people than just you involved in this friendship you know
1: and so it sounds like we're heading down this path of talking about friendship red flags and green yeah. flags so sure. you all have probably heard this rhetoric a bunch in terms of like romantic relationships and I know everybody's been using the red flag emoji to death on Twitter oh my if you've gosh, seen it are. it's so annoying <laughs> and some of your hot takes are so ridiculous but we're gonna talk about red flags and green flags and friendships and we have two red flags and two green flags per person yes. we're gonna go back and forth and I know we're approaching the 30 minute mark so we're gonna try and like kind of rapid fire through these yeah so P I'll let you go first
0: okay I'll do a red flag first I think something to me that I've seen is when like my friend gets a little bit too envious of other people I really don't Mm. like that type of energy where someone's like really talking bad about people being like oh look at this person like I've heard like she lost weight like I'm pissed because like, oh god they feel funny about yeah and obviously like you know yeah no I'm not even against that but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that to me is not that that's a red flag I don't like jealousy we all have it but there's a point when that can quickly turn on you and you don't want Mm. you know like that can be you know they may feel comfortable telling you about this that and the fourth about whomever but like
1: what are they saying uh, to other people about, about you? you envious is a really uh,
0: that that's not that's not a good one
1: that's a good red flag okay yeah. i'm gonna give you a red flag this is yeah. something that i just can't stand when someone can never maintain long-term friendships like you know those people Mm. where every three months you look up and their friend group is different yeah if you don't have one friend from childhood that knew you when you were looking like how you were looking I can't (laughs) trust you I can't trust you I think there was like some line in like from Drake's new album where he was talking about like how everybody in the industry was fake and like he can't trust anybody And I think that might be Drake. I don't really think it's everybody else around him. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's a red flag if you don't have any long-term friends or, like, Kind of feel like what, like
0: the world's out to get you. Is that the vibe you're going down, or no?
1: No, I think that you're probably like you potentially could be like a snake, or like Mm. you could be the one that's damaging your relationships. And that's such a good point. There are there are extenuating circumstances. You know, there's people who moved a lot during childhood or whatever, or you know, there's a lot of reasons why. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have any of those extenuating circumstances, and you're always saying like, oh, so and so stabbed me in the back, oh, so and so was weird, oh, so and so whatever. Like, if you overuse the word weird in terms mm. of describing past friends, like, yeah. you are a walking red flag and stay away from me. That eliminated. is so true. Yeah. But that's actually a really good one. I don't trust you. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Cause there are some people who are hopping from friends, can't keep them. What? Can't, can't keep a friend. Can't keep a friend to save their life. And they don't realize that, like, you might be part of the problem.
1: Exactly. That's exactly.
0: Okay. Are we going to do both two red and then two green or should I Let's do
1: green. Let's get a little happy.
0: Okay. Um. I think what I love is, oh, yes. It's definitely standing up for your friend when they're not there. I literally think that's yeah. one of the main ways that I can be like, oh, yes, yeah, she's got me. Like, that is, oh, my gosh. I've had it when, like, my sister, Milan, will be somewhere and she'll have, like, heard – my name come up in a conversation, and I've literally had it where she's confirmed, like, "Oh no, that person stood out for you. Like that person was not taking it. Like that I love it. literally that makes me so, so happy. I love that.
1: Agreed. Mine is I love a friend that like checks in on you or like keeps up with your projects. Yeah, I don't need to hear from my friends every day. I mm-hmm. definitely have relationships like. My longest ever friend, Mary Grace. Hey, Mary Grace, if you're listening today. <laughs> um, we've been friends since we were literally in first grade. And like, you know, when we went to college, we went to two separate schools. And so when we would come home for like winter break, we would sit and grab coffee and talk for like four hours, catching up on everything. And I think mm-hmm. those relationships are so important to me. Like people who just genuinely check in on you and like, we'll send each other text messages like, hey, just thinking of you, whatever. Yeah. That means a lot. If you can go, like, if we can both go years and years without checking in on each other, we're just not friends anymore. And that's okay. Mm. We don't need to continue to that's put that label interesting.
0: on it. I have friends that I haven't. Well, not that I don't check in. You're saying you want consistent check-ins? Or are you saying we can go how long? Like what I'm saying,
1: like, I'm saying consistent for the dynamic in our relationship.
0: Okay. Like, okay.
1: with me and that friend like it's that's the dynamic in our relationship where like we may go months without talking to each other and that's fine but like if you're I guess this is dipping into a red flag if we consistently talk to each other and then we don't consistently talk Mm. and then we consistently talk and then we don't uh, I'm not waiting around to see no we're if I feel like I'm bothering you when I call to check in
0: Mm. I feel
1: like that's a sign that like we need to let each other go yeah
0: no definitely
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: I also love like, what's her name? Mary Grace. She's probably cheesing right now. That's so
1: cute. (laughs) I know. I'm going to send this to her. I definitely am.
0: (laughs) Okay. So my last red flag would be people that are too codependent. I think like, there has to be boundaries there has to be space and so if you are investing or if someone's investing a little too much in you or you're investing too much in them or just like there's I really think so I think you have to have some space I feel like when I was younger I was like oh my god a best friend like all the time around them yes but I think as you grow up like you're growing so much you I don't know I personally think that there gets to be a point where like codependency can totally happen especially when it's like oh we're we're both single like we're always just going to be around each other you know I, I don't know that can get that can get a little too much in my opinion
1: and i'm not the friend to be codependent with like no neither uh, like after uh-huh. after 10 p.m. my phone locks up and like that's like that's it yeah. so
0: Well, I'm like, I feel like I just need space. Like, I'm such, again, like, people person. But I think sometimes, like, you can get confused into thinking that someone's always going to be on 24-7. Like, no. Like, not at all. And I can be so moody for reasons that none of us will ever understand. But, like, I (laughs) don't want to feel bad for it because you're around
1: me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you just need some space. You need some alone time.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: My last red flag is... When they put you down in front of other people to make oh. themselves seem cool.
0: I love that. When I was younger, there used to be this one person who would fully tell a lie. Like, go Hate out of her way to tell a lie. And it wasn't even about me. It'd be like, yeah. we went to this place yesterday. And then tell a lie saying we went somewhere so extravagant, so grand, so this and that. And I'm like, I know the truth. <laughs> Have you ever had it when someone has fully told a lie in front of you and then, like, has kind of, like, almost tested you to see, like, are you going to say that it's a lie? Bro, this is some crazy stuff. Wait, like, I'm
1: actually that. Per- I will definitely, like, when I somebody... go on vacation. Wait, listen, let me tell you my friends like if somebody comes up to us and is like where are you guys from like I'll just pick a random place and okay, say
0: it so different I don't even think I'm doing this justice people who are from high school
1: will literally know exactly what I'm talking about but like, <laughs> this is like okay I was this about to crazy. say no because I do I'd be lying I, I'll be like yeah we're <laughs> <Sorry>. from Denver <laughs> I like, we're from Denver and everyone's like, okay, like you don't know anything about Denver that is so harmless that yeah that's I do harmless, like, do harmless stuff to strangers harmless
0: stuff You don't, like, some people will fully lie to try to make themselves look so cool, even though you know the truth, and you're sitting there biting your freaking tongue because you're just like, bro,
1: what are you talking about? No, you have to, like, embarrass them. That's the only way to get somebody to stop, like, bad habits. Yeah. It's like when your dog pees on the carpet and you, like, spray them with the water bottle. No. Bad habits. We're breaking
0: I know I read in a book once where people talk about like some people do that like they love to lie in front of you knowing that you know the truth
1: that's just so that
0: it's a power thing it's a book called um all about love it's by bell hooks it's so good but it gets into like the dynamics of like power dynamics um okay well that was kind of that was definitely red flag line that power dynamic crap but the other one this is a green flag Mm -hmm. it's kind of worded as a red flag But I, yeah, (laughs) when people, and actually I do this sometimes, so I'm working on it. But when people, when you have one advice or when you're just talking about things and they always start it off by like, well, if I were you, or it's like too much of from your perspective, like your situation. And then it quickly turns into like judgy. I just think Mm -hmm. when people are really good at offering, maybe not even offering advice, but just listening, listening, like listening, listening. If they, if you ask them for their perspective, they give the perspective, but also they still respect the fact that like, we are different people. And so you may be moving in a different way than I will. And that's okay. Like a lot, la- I guess it really yes. comes down to like, allowing you to move however you want to, as long as it makes you happy. And they're okay with that. I just feel like some people can get really stuck on like, um,
1: that's why are you doing I it that do way? it. Yeah. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Definitely. Totally. I would say my last green flag are friends that are there for you emotionally. If I can only like go out and party with you or like we can only hang out under the confines of it's being fun Mm -hmm. and everything's great. We can still be friends, but Mm -hmm. we'll never be really close friends. Like, I don't really like to cry in front of people. But like yeah. I would say like my closest friends have definitely shed a tear. They've seen a tear or two roll yeah. down my face. Or like they've seen me when I'm upset or they've seen me when I'm like not having my best day and like will love me through that anyways. Yeah. I think is really important to me in terms of cultivating close friendship and building trust and all those different things. So I think I emotional availability is a is a key marker of. Good I'm
0: actually friendship. glad you said that because like I'm gonna do my little shout out to like my childhood best friend. Shout out, yeah, Maddie. I call her old sport, but she. Um,
1: <laughs> Who are you? What in the Great Gatsby?
0: We both. We actually, I think that was just because we loved Gatsby when we were younger. But Thank like, you. yeah, no she definitely played a big role in that because she was someone who was so good about like being an emotional support and I think I was bad at that like I used to be so uncomfortable I don't know you bad food.
1: at expressing emotions I, what now weird. I'm weird. Like,
0: all in that <laughs> no shut up
1: <laughs> are <at> you
0: <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out my bad. I think I am bad at that but like <laughs> she She's really good. She's been like that for as long as I can remember. And I used to be so freaked out by that. And so I think she just was like very emotionally. She just she connected with her emotions so intensely. But long story short is she always was just so good at like, fully um, accepting mine and asking about mine. You know, if, like, something happened, like, I would brush it over so fast. And she would and be I like, did, let's she, talk about it. She, girl, she was unpacking when she was young. I was like, are you <laughs> real right now? Yeah, she was unpacking so early. And, like, it was helpful, although, like, made me want to run. But because Important. she was my closest friend. Yeah, she. Uh, I think everyone needs someone who can do that when you're younger. Because I think that's, like, already hard enough to do on its own. And, like, if someone can help you through that, that's that's, that's a keeper. So what's up, Cease?
1: I call her Cease, too. That, that's my girl. What is her government name? Madalena. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> okay, got it. We've called yeah. her everything but that. Um. Well, you guys, this has been another episode of A Space for Growth. A bit more of a rambly one, I'll say. For sure. Um. We tend to get excited talking about things like this. Um. We would love to hear your friendship, red flags, and green flags on instagram or you all can leave them as a comment on the um, podcast page itself and we hope that you all have enjoyed this episode thank you guys for listening
0: and definitely be sure to check some of our past episodes and subscribe so you guys can get updates for next sunday
1: awesome bye guys Bye.